success to me is doing exactly what I want to be doing and not worrying about what anyone else thinks. And I feel like I'm finally have gotten to that point where I'm doing something that I actually love. Welcome to the Ladies Who Lead podcast. This is a community of women supporting women. Tune in every other Thursday to hear from SK Vaughn as she catches up with ordinary ladies doing extraordinary things. We'll cover topics like diversity and inclusion, gender pay gap, thought leadership, and respect in the workplace. We want to celebrate with you and hear stories of success and hard lessons learned. Whether you're a lady who leads in the boardroom or a lady who leads in your community, this is the place for you. Let's do this. Maddie Harris graduated from the University of Mississippi with a degree in psychology and was fully prepared to get an advanced degree in practice clinical psychology. However, the pandemic hit and like a lot of people, things changed. She struggled to find a quote unquote real job. So she began to leverage her social media skills, got a few clients, and then began focusing on web design and development. She fell in love with the creative process and never looked back. Fast forward, Maddie is now the CEO of Maddie Social and recently held a social media internship in New York City with none other than Love Shack Fancy. This is an incredible interview that I cannot wait for you to hear. All right. Well, I'm so excited to have Maddie here with us today on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Maddie. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah. So every week I always ask, how are you surviving and thriving this week? And so while you're thinking through that, I'll kick us off. So how am I surviving? Well, it's just been a really crazy back-to-back weeks of just tons of events and tons of fun celebrations and big milestones with friends and family. So um, definitely been a, a crazy busy week with that on top of work. And then how am I thriving? Well, this weekend, I really did nothing, <laughs> which is, uh, if you know me, is a pretty big deal. And so I just was just resting and enjoying the weekend and just kind of having just a restful, chill weekend as really what I needed. So that's how I'm currently surviving and thriving this week. What about you, Maddie? Um, Me too. I just started an internship in New York City. So I'm kind of surviving the first month through right now. Um, But I'm kind of thriving off of an event that we had this week. Um, I've been planning for it all week. I've gotten to dress some really cool celebrities and influencers. And I'll go like in more detail about the company later. But um, that was kind of how I was thriving this week. It was really fun. Um, and I feel like I'm finally like settling into my internship, but I feel the same as you. It's been a crazy, crazy week and month. And this weekend, I really didn't do much either. I needed to sleep and, and rest up. Wow. That's exciting that you got to style some celebrities and influencers. That's an incredible. Yeah, re- really fun. I never thought I would ever say that. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah, no, I love that. And then you're now in New York and you're originally a Mississippi girl, right? So that's got to be a pretty big adjustment this last month. Yeah, it's been a really big adjustment. I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi, and I went to Ole Miss. Um, 
So my aunt lives in upstate New York. So I've been coming here my whole life, like twice a year, probably with my family. So I'm pretty used to New York and I was pretty familiar with everything, but it's definitely an adjustment because everything is so spread out and there's so many areas. It's been, um, it's been a challenge to learn where everything is and see everyone and do everything, but it's really been so fun and in such a good change for me from Mississippi for sure. Nice. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, you know, kind of your background and then where you've been then to where you are now. Yeah, for sure. So I graduated the year the pandemic started in 2020 from Ole Miss. Um, so when I went home, I majored in psychology at Ole Miss and I always was like, I'm going to be a therapist. I want to do clinical psychology. And then when we got home during the pandemic and things became real and it was kind of like we ended college early and there was so much time to think about what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Um, it really made me have to like think about psychology more and do I want to go to school for four more years or more? Um, and I kind of came to the conclusion, especially since school was going to be online. I was like, I don't think, I don't know if this is right for me. So I kind of changed my direction and was like, maybe I want to try something different. Um, so my dad was actually the one that found the program that I'm in right now um, from the University of Florida. I'm getting my master's in mass communication, but I'm specializing in social media management. So we do like a lot of um, PR projects, social projects. We kind of like pick companies out and um, we do these projects on them where we evaluate their social, their PR, their marketing as a whole. And we kind of give suggestions, um, more like a case study of what a brand or what a company should do to improve in their marketing and in their social or PR, everyone has a different specialization. So I'm more on social, um, like influencer marketing and uh, just kind of like social marketing as a whole, how can companies utilize that? And to back up whenever I came home from the pandemic and we were having like the lockdown, I guess, where everyone was staying home, a lot of since I'm from Jackson, we have like a lot of small businesses. And I think people start to realize like, oh my gosh, I'm, I can't go into work, but I don't even have a website. I don't even have social media. And I think people started to really realize this is something that I need no matter how big or small I am. So that's kind of how my business called Maddie Social came about. I'd been building websites and doing um, social media all throughout high school and college, really before it was this huge I guess, moneymaker and this huge like business as it is now. Um, I worked for Bumble in college and I worked for the brand Curtsy. And then I worked for a lot of smaller brands and I would run their social media. I built websites. I was just doing like a lot of social marketing, but to me, it was just fun and I loved doing it. It wasn't really um, a business. And then um, the pandemic hit and I was building websites and people started to like post and say like, thank you so much for building my website. And it just one after another started to come in and I started running a few social accounts over quarantine just to kind of see how it, how it would do. And it just became a business and I developed my business called Maddie Social. So I do that while I'm in my master's. And then um, for my last semester of my master's, which I'm in right now, we have to do an internship and so I applied to work with the brand Love Shack Fancy, which is a clothing line based out of New York City. 
and I'm actually working in their marketing and PR, but we sit by the creative team. So I get to see like marketing, influencer relationship, um, a bunch of PR, a bunch of creative. I get to go to set for photo shoots. So I kind of see the oversee the full like creative and marketing team, which has been really cool because I think that people really think that social media is just posting pictures or like social marketing in general is, but there's so many aspects that go into it, such as influencer marketing, which is really huge at a big brand in New York, like Love Shack Fancy. So that's kind of my backstory. I'm doing those three things right now um, while I'm finishing up school. So that's kind of how I changed my path. And I definitely am still interested in psychology. I mean, you use psychology and basically everything, um, but I'm definitely still interested in it. I just, I love my path I've made right now. And if I'm ever interested in psychology, again, I thought I could always go back to school. So that's kind of my um, path right now. And I'm sure it will change a little as we go. Yeah, it's really interesting though, like just hearing kind of like the progression from psychology into the pandemic, which has to be so challenging. It's like, now what? Okay, I've graduated. Like all of that has to seem like a whirlwind a little bit, but it's interesting because I myself have been marketing and I feel like user behavior is a big part of marketing too. So, hey, you may not hang up that psychology hat very soon. I'm just saying. Yeah, it definitely works together and I've use psychology and everything I've done, even in building websites, it's like, okay, you have to think about what does your customer want to see? Like, what story do you want your brand to tell? I feel like there's so much more that goes into it than people really think from the outside, at least. So that's been cool to be able to kind of integrate the two. You know, what was it like starting your own company, kind of going off on your own? Um, Have there been any surprises along the way or any kind of, you know, moments where you're like, wow, okay, this is a business now and I'm official. Like, what has that been like? Yeah, it definitely was super scary. I will say, um, like I've said a million times already, but there's so much more that goes into it than people realize. You know, they think, oh, you post pictures for a living. And I'm like, Well, it's a lot more than that. So for a lot of my clients, I do all of the photo shoots, the content creation. And right now it's just me. I've just brought on an intern actually. So she helps me, but there's so many like apps that go into it and scheduling and scheduling with your clients. And every client is different. Some clients are like, do whatever you want. You have free creative reign. And then some really want to be involved in the process. So Every client is a little bit different and how I work with them is a little different, just kind of depending on how hands-on they want to be. But yeah, it was definitely scary at first. I remember, I guess, posting for the first time, kind of launching an actual company and being like, oh my gosh, this is real. And people started to reach out and I was just like, so in shock that people wanted my help and that people were reaching out, which was super cool. But I was kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, this is a lot, especially taking on by yourself. But yeah, there's definitely been challenges and days that I'm like, I cannot do this by myself or just so many things to keep up with that you sometimes forget. So I've definitely had to learn how to manage my time and manage meeting with all my clients and kind of getting on a good schedule. And then also being in school and now with an internship, the biggest challenge is just not taking on too much at once. Uh, One of the biggest challenges was at first, I was just saying yes to everyone just to have work and then realizing 
you know, it's okay to be a little bit picky because you can't do everything at once. But yeah, it was definitely scary. But now um, I really, really love it. And I feel like I've gotten in a better system, just like starting a new job. I feel like you kind of have to get used to it. And um, all of the business aspect of it was a little challenging to learn because I obviously didn't major in business and I didn't know everything about having a business or starting a business. So I've had to learn all of that. But I feel lucky that I've been able to kind of like navigate it on my own and start that because it's made me pretty savvy, like when it comes to the business side. And when I help people um, start websites or businesses, I can kind of advise them on what they should do. So that's been fun. And like, I learn just as much from my clients as they learn from me. So it's been fun to be able to work with like, fashion clients and medical clients and just jewelry brands. There's all different kind of clients. So it's fun to see all the different industries too, and not just be um, narrowed down to one industry. Yeah. And no, that makes a lot of sense, you know, and, and staying marketing is always moving and evolving as you know, how, like what resources do you use or how do you stay on top of like emerging trends, especially because social media is so quick. Like, how do you stay on top of these things? Um, I guess it depends per client. Like some clients are a little bit smaller and they, and I guess I don't have to keep up with the trends as much because they're not evolving as fast. And maybe some trends that I see don't apply to some clients, I guess, but I, I don't know. I have so many different strategies. Um, one strategy is like all of the apps that I use. I have an app that I schedule all my content out that I schedule up to like a month in advance. And when I'm doing this, I just have like a long list of notes of all of the important days for clients, all of the trends that are happening. I have so many different notes. One's like trends, one's events happening, one is full of influencers. And then I just, on my Instagram, I save videos all of the time and I'm constantly creating videos and planning out videos and trying to stay up to date with the trends. But apps have really 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 helped just in general um one is called buffer and one is called later and you can schedule content out which is a game changer I think a lot of people don't know about it but if you have the content and you can schedule it out it saves you so much time even if you're just like a brand doing it yourself that's been a huge challenge when I meet with people but also getting the content is a challenge but um for me, I say, even if it's annoying or even if it's hard, constantly taking content and constantly getting behind the scenes or even bringing a friend along with me when I'm going to meet with a client so they can get like behind the scenes videos or pictures for me is super helpful just to have that content and then planning it out. That's really, really easy to do if you plan ahead and, the, and just the more content that you have, the better off you're going to be. I don't have the best system of staying organized. I definitely fall behind sometimes, but using my planner app to plan out content ahead has been like such a huge, huge game changer for me. But then I obviously have a million apps that help me. And then just using notes on my phone and I have a shared note with my intern and we'll send each other pictures or videos when we see them because we're always following along. Like, what is our competition doing? What are the influencers doing? And just like writing stuff down as we see it, even if it's on a random Sunday and I see something, I'll save it or write it down. But I do think since things are always changing so quickly, 
you can if you want to do a trend, you kind of have to do it right then. So I think just um, depending on the client or depending on the person, you can be a little more specific about what trends or what people are we working with. And then you can narrow it down from there. And I'm even thinking like hearing you and, and kind of thinking through um, social media marketing in general, would you say like a variety of like your clients have like a good mix of like organic post versus paid? Because a lot of times I've found that like you have to pay to play on social media to actually reach like new audiences. And so kind of what is your advice with that when it comes to your clients or do you mainly just do organic post or like, how do y'all do that typically for your company? Yeah, totally. So my clients, I only have, um, I actually only have three right now because when I moved to New York, I had to drop a few just to, I want to be able to give all my clients a hundred percent. And if I can't, I'd rather just tell them, give them another resource or tell them some secrets or tips and tricks to do. So I have three right now and two of them are medical companies. So it's a little trickier when it comes to medical companies, uh, especially the ones that I run because it's not a plastic surgeon. And I think a lot of plastic surgeons on social, I mean, I'm sure you've seen them on Instagram and TikTok. It's so easy for them to invite an influencer in to get a free facial to post about. So I think a lot of people these days, at least I've seen and working with this brand now, if you offer someone something free, they're, they'll most likely post about it. So I think if you can go that route, a lot of brands do that. And um, I've actually done that. I run a dance studio account. It depends on your company and how big you are and how much you want to um, pay. Um, personally, I've had people send me stuff for free and I'm just like, I feel honored to even have been sent stuff for free. I'll absolutely post about it. To me, I'm like, oh, someone works on our team and they're friends with this influencer. Can we send them something? That's kind of how I have gone about it. Yeah, kind of going back because you mentioned this earlier about getting your master's here in your last semester. So what really inspired your decision to go back and pursue your master's in social media management? That's a great question. I don't really know. I feel like after I started doing my business, um. I realized, you know, I never went to school for marketing and I really, really love marketing. I guess I've always been into marketing and kind of did marketing and I was interested in business, but I didn't really know that's what I was doing. So when my dad found the program, I I applied super late, didn't think I was going to get in and then I did. Um, But a main reason that I decided to go back to school is because I really wanted to learn about what I was doing first off. And I feel like it's always good to say like, you know, I've really studied marketing, I've really studied social media and have that background. I know some people have that natural like nick for it, which maybe I do, maybe I don't, I don't know. But I just think like, it's important to actually study it. And I obviously took like the Hootsuite course. And like HubSpot, I took those courses, but I feel like I didn't really get much out of them. And with this program, I feel like I'm not just studying social media, I'm getting the full like marketing, PR, influencer, business. I'm getting all of this like background training in one, it feels like, because instead of just studying social media, because social media is so ever changing and it's evolving so fast. Like when I first started my course, TikTok was brand new and now look what it is. So I think it's kind of hard to study exactly like what works 
works on social because every platform is different. Every person is different. Um, but I feel like I'm actually getting like this business background that allows me to like study companies as a whole and kind of see not even just the social or marketing part, like kind of even study, okay, what can we use out of our budget and put into marketing? Like, what are we lacking in? I don't know. I just feel like it's given me like a well-rounded like business background. And I also obviously was hoping if I got my master's in it, that I could get a good job from that, obviously. So hopefully that is true. But um, I don't know. I just felt like it was important for me to study it a little bit deeper, knowing that I had this psychology background. And in college, I was working at the psychology lab at Ole Miss. I did an internship at the women's shelter um, in Jackson. And I worked at a few other clinics. So I feel like I never really had a marketing your business background. And I really wanted to get it to know what I was talking about first off, you know? Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. I completely understand. Um, and I think it's interesting because, you know, coming from that psychology background, you in a lot of ways have a leg up and think in terms of user behavior, but then also combined with this master's that you're going after, like, that's going to be awesome because I think a lot of the times, especially in the day-to-day of, of working, you know, I think you, you figure it out as you go. Like, I think you can go to school and learn a lot. I think there's a lot of value in that, but I do feel like, especially in the marketing world, a lot of it is just like what you make it. Like, it's almost like the day-to-day interactions and situations kind of teach you a little bit more about kind of how to better present to clients or how to completely change a marketing plan on its head. And I think that School's great. I think it helps you in that way. But I think also the experience that you're getting with this internship and then with your own business is really a key to continuing to grow and evolve too. So I think that's awesome that you're managing to do all of this at this point in time at the same time is really impressive. Well, thank you. I feel like some days I'm drowning, but it's definitely worth it. But I totally agree because I was actually talking to my mom about this. Um, I had, I still do like consultations on the side of someone that's like, I'm starting a new business or whatever. I'll, I'll help them and I'll do like a little consultation with them about what they should be doing on social. But I definitely do think psychology plays a huge role in this because I was telling my mom how I met with someone the other day and they're starting their own business and we were starting off the meeting. And I think, like I said earlier, people think social media is all about posting these cool pictures and I was the first thing I always say to someone that I meet with I'm like so what is your brand like what story do you want your brand to tell and they're like what like what does that mean I'm like well you have to be authentic in what you're posting even if you don't think this is the coolest prettiest picture ever people don't care if you're posting the coolest prettiest picture ever they care about what you're posting and who it is behind the camera and like what they're you know, what their mission is and what the brand means. I was like, if you're not authentic, then you'll get exposed, you know, essentially. Like people want to know what your brand is and who the person is behind it. Like if you're an influencer, you're still a brand. So I think like it's so important to be able to be a real human behind the influencer face or the brand and be like authentic in it. And people get too wrapped up and creating the most perfect post or video or caption. I've obviously probably been guilty of it too, but it's just interesting to see, you know, like what some people think social media is versus what it really is and what 
all the work that goes behind it, like what that really is, you know? Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, you know, you're living in New York, which sounds so fabulous, by the way. Um, Was New York always a part of the plan for you? Yes. So definitely I've wanted to live in New York since I was really, really young. I've always said New York or L.A. And I got an internship here and in L.A. And I was kind of like, okay, am I going to go to New York or L.A.? And um, I've been wanting to move here since I graduated college. But with the pandemic, things were just obviously the worst in New York and L.A. That's two places that I wanted to go, of course. So New York was always in the plan. I've wanted to move here since I was little. I've always wanted to work in fashion when I was young or I guess my whole life. I always kind of wanted to be a fashion designer or stylist. But then I quickly, I mean, I'm from Mississippi. It's a little bit harder to kind of like get into that industry. And I'm glad I... I changed my path. It's really fun. And I love working um, alongside fashion, but I don't know that I would necessarily want to be a stylist or the designer, but New York was definitely always in the plan. And since my aunt lives upstate, so close to me, I've been here my whole life and I have family close, but LA could be in the near future. We'll see about that. All right. To be continued. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've kind of experienced a lot of different things in the last couple of years, right? Like you went from graduating to hitting a pandemic immediately (laughs) to then opening up your own business and social media management. And then now you're doing an internship and everything else in between, you know, that's a lot of experience and, and things that you've learned along the way. What would you, what kind of advice would you give to someone else who's looking to get into social media marketing? I guess I would just tell them, just go for it. Because I think that before I started, I was really worried, like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think if I pursue social media or posting pictures for people or whatever? You know, I got too wrapped up in thinking about what would people think, but I think you should just go for it. And I think there's so much potential and it's growing so fast in social media that there's no telling what positions will be open in five or 10 years for social media because it's evolving so much. And just you should just go for it and you should reach out to people. The reason I got the internship at Love Shock Fancy was because I just, I emailed the girl. I had already applied for the internship like through LinkedIn and um, I emailed her separately. Actually, or I emailed like the marketing department and sent my resume and sent a bio and just went out on a limb and was like, the worst they can say is no. So my biggest advice is people always say it's about who you know, and it definitely is about who you know. But I also think just reaching out to people in companies that you maybe want to work with and just saying like, hi, I'm really interested in working with you guys. Do you offer an internship or do you offer um, a couple hours a week? I could work for you. I think that's really the biggest piece of advice I would offer because I'm always reaching out to people or companies or brands or whoever it is and saying like, do you guys have all, um, open positions? Because you never know. You never know when people are getting fired or hiring or who's coming in and out of the company or something like that. So I think it's super important, whatever department you want to work in, even if it's not social, just to reach out to these companies. And I wish I would have done it more in college instead of being scared because literally the worst that can happen is that they don't respond or that they say no. And then you just move on to the next. But I definitely think internships are super important 
And um, you should definitely like utilize that in high school and in college because you just even working at Love Shack, the amount of people that I've met or and connected with is pretty incredible. So you never know. You should always reach out to someone because you just never know. I love that advice. And I think that stems in a lot of different industries and a lot of different phases in your life. Like literally just all you have to do is put yourself out there and there's going to be plenty of people to tell you no, or just don't respond. And you just, you just keep going to the next person. Right. Um, Yeah, exactly. Like the worst they can do is just not respond. And then you're like, okay, whatever you forget about it the next week, you know? Exactly. You know, but if you don't ever ask, you're you're never, they're never going to say yes. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you never try, you never know. And it's definitely scary. I definitely was scared before I jumped into this industry, obviously, because it's so crazy, but I mean, I'm so glad I did. And you can definitely find your spot in it. Um, within social, obviously, you know, this, cause you work at an agency, but you know, some people like the analytic part. Some people like the creative, like creative design or being a creative director. And some people like the strategy part, you know, there's so many different, um, jobs within social. It's not all about creating and planning content there is like the analytics part and things like that the paid ad part so I think also you can find what you like within social and kind of find your niche and that's what is super cool about it too so speaking of that what is your favorite part of social media like within your niche like what's your sweet spot mine is definitely like creative directing and creating like the mood board the Pinterest board and making it come to life at the actual shoots but also I'm pretty good at creating like staying on the trends and creating the trends like I can create videos and content super fast so I think that is what I am more drawn to because I like to create it and then see what I create and put it out there to me that's super like rewarding and I'm not super good at the analytics I can do it if I have to but um, it's not my favorite and a lot of my clients don't care so much about it. So I feel like I'm a lot more lenient in that department and that's definitely not for me. What about you? Um, what's a great, well, I love how you asked me. Um, I'm definitely more strategy. <laughs> um, I've worn a lot of hats yeah. in marketing. So I've been the person who's creating the content. I've been the person who's just simply reporting on the content and the analytics and proving yeah. like the return on investment. I've done paid ads of, you know, obviously Google, it's hard to say. So I've, I've worn a lot of different hats in marketing, but I really enjoy taking this idea and putting a strategy behind it based off of, you know, a client's goals and how all of the pieces tie together, not just social, but how we're doing everything from like a big marketing plan, all the little pieces in between. I enjoy kind of creating that plan for our clients. Yeah. I like that. I like being able to since I do have my own company, being able to dabble in all of it, then you can really narrow it down and be like, okay, I hate running ads. I hate Google, but this is what I like. Um, And I feel like I definitely have my strong suits and then I definitely have stuff that I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I would need to bring someone else on board to do that. So there's definitely like that part to it, having your own company and it just being me right now. Um, There's definitely that, but yeah, I agree. It's fun to be able to like, do a little bit of everything and then see what you really like. But um, that's neat that you've been able to kind of like work in every, every little area. 
Yeah. And the fun thing about marketing, at least from my perspective, is it's always changing and always evolving. And so I feel like what, what you master today, like you won't have it mastered tomorrow. So it's like, it just keeps you on your toes. And I guess that's why I really enjoy marketing. Yeah. And I, I, one part that I do like is from the social aspect, you can post something or you can create something since I love like the content creation and then seeing the reward, like, oh, we booked five appointments this week or, oh, some people came in since I do it for a medical company. Um, when they tell me like, oh, people came in and said they love our social media. It's just rewarding to hear that people are noticing it, you know, because you don't always get that, um, I guess, satisfaction from working in social because you're not with your clients every day or whatever. So that's super rewarding to know that people noticed it, you know, because you'll be doing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then someone will be like, oh, I noticed that video you posted. So it's super cool to be able to be like, oh, you noticed that? Okay. Yeah. Feedback is so great. Like it's, it's nice whenever you can get that back because not, you don't always hear it, but you know, you put it out there and then you like, you can assess and analyze, but it's nice when you can actually get a customer saying, wow, love the social, the website looks great. That was the easiest appointment to book ever. You know, it's that kind of stuff that keeps you going. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite question, I always ask everyone this question. I think it's an important one and everyone has a different answer. So there's no wrong answer, but how would you define success for yourself? Honestly, right now in where I am with my life, I just turned 24. Success to me is doing exactly what I want to be doing and not worrying about what anyone else thinks. And I feel like I'm finally have gotten to that point where I'm doing something that I actually love. I think people graduate college and they've done accounting or they've done this path and they get into it and realize oh my gosh I don't like this and to me I feel a little successful because I get to go to work every day and do something that I truly love which that really really matters to me Um, no matter how truly successful I am being able to do something that matters to me and I get a reward from is really what success means to me I guess. I love that. That's so true. That's great. So now it's time for leading ladies. We love rapid fire game. Get excited. This is our favorite part of the episode. (laughs) So I am going to like shout out some adjectives and I would love for you to think of the first like lady who's leading um, that reminds you of that adjective and just give like a brief description about each one and we'll keep it moving. You ready for this? Okay, Perfect. Yes. All right. So first word is bold. Okay, for bold, I would say my friend Audrey. She also lives in New York and we have been friends for a really long time. Um, I really admire her because she moved to New York right after college and she is like an older sister to me and she truly just does not care what anyone else thinks and that is what I aspire to be. So I would say Audrey is my bold. The next word is encouraging. Encouraging is my mom because she is always, she just literally, everything I do, she's just so encouraging and she's so sweet. And um, I just really appreciate her supporting everything I do, even if I'm like changing my path every other day. She always is like, you're doing a great job on those days that I'm having a mental breakdown. So definitely my mom. I love that. Next word is influential. Okay, I know I'm saying my parents back and forth, but influential is definitely my dad he's the one that 
encouraged me to go into social. He is super hardworking and he really inspires me every single day because I don't know, like he worked so, so hard, but he also is the one that told me like, if you don't do what you love, you're gonna regret it every day. And he's just, I don't know, he's just been a huge influence in my life because he also supports me 100% no matter what. Next word is creative. Creative would be one of my clients, Helen. She owns the dance studio because she is quite possibly the most creative person I've ever met. Um, she comes up with dances in five seconds, but also she just has a super creative brain and I love working with her. She gives me creative freedom, but she also helps me like we bounce off of each other with creative ideas and um, she went to dance school in Los Angeles. I don't know, she's just amazing and she's super creative and I look up to her. Um, I don't know, I just look up to her and I, I really admire her. I love that, dance teachers are the best. <laughs> Last but not <laughs> least is the word genuine. My friend Kennedy, she is a creative intern at Love Shack Fancy and we met about a month ago when we started interning together at Love Shack Fancy. And the reason I'm putting her for genuine is because she is by far the most genuine person that I've met in New York. And um, she helps me every single day when we intern together if we're ever struggling or anything. She's super sweet and helpful. Um, and I also just think it's kind of hard to find genuine friends and people now. So she really stuck out to me when you said that word. So um, I just like appreciate her being a good friend to me. I love it. Well, that is the end of the Leading Ladies We Love rapid fire game. Great job. We survived. <laughs> um, it has so been fun. so much. Yeah, it has been so much fun getting to connect with you. Um, and speaking of connecting, I, was, I know our friends who are listening would absolutely love to know how they could connect with you. What is your shameless plug? Um, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is it's me, Maddie. Connect with me, message me. I'll always respond. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Maddie. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast today. And I just wish you all the best in New York. Oh, thank you so much. It was really nice to meet you. And this was so much fun. I can't wait to listen back. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ladies Who Lead podcast. Looking for another way to engage with the Ladies Who Lead podcast? Check out our Instagrams and our show notes at the Ladies Who Lead. And don't forget to check out our website www.theladieswholead.com. Until next time, I'm SK Vaughn.